Welcome to Wellness Where You Are, a podcast about creating holistic well-being at the intersection of mindfulness, mental health, racial healing, embodiment, and leadership development. We have many parts of ourselves that we have learned to put away or that have endured erasure. This audio space is about bringing all of our parts out to be discovered, explored, and ultimately connected and integrated to help us create a sense of wholeness again. This is how I define wellness, an integration of mind, body, spirit, and restoration of our sense of ourselves as whole. My name is Melissa Alexis, founder and CEO of Applied Mindfulness Consulting Practice Cultural Fabric, and I am passionate about healing separation and disconnection within ourselves and among one another. Welcome to episode two of Wellness Where You Are. Taking deep breaths in and taking deep breaths out. Noticing that you are breathing and that you are here this very moment. Notice where you are in your space. Notice who is around you. Notice where you feel connected, to whom, to what elements, what aspects of your life and of yourself. Keep breathing in and out, noticing the breath in and the breath out. With every exhalation, relax your shoulders, relax one more muscle. Right away, in training ourselves to drop into the vibration of feeling connected. This is the opportunity mindfulness of our breath brings. Last episode we talked about the breath as life. This place where life really resides, which is in your body. Reconnecting to your body and to your breathing. If you so choose. And today we are talking about mindfulness of wholeness. This is how I define wellness, as a sense of ourselves as whole, as unfragmented, as healed, and as this integration of our body, our mind, and our spirit, that we are unified within ourselves. We have suffered a false sense of fragmentation for many reasons, but one of the the reasons that stand out for all of us, but especially for black, indigenous, and people of color around the world is due to white supremacy 
and the resulting ills of racism. It has us disappear parts of ourselves. We are thrust into that fragmentation as we are devalued and our humanity is not honored or seen. And as this continues, how do we restore? How do we fall apart and then fall back together? And then on the larger sense, the macro scale of all of us in the globe together, how do we create, co-create something new? A new way of being together, a new way that reflects the actual truth of the mutuality that we depend on one another in this life, that we are inextricably linked. I know it's tiresome to hear that COVID has shown us that, and it has. And so we come to this awareness of that connection. And in that connection, I find the inextricable link between my own self-healing and between our collective healing and between and among our ancestral healing, the healing of our ancestral lineages and the wisdom that our ancestral lineages has to offer us to answer those questions right at this very moment. The question of how we are going to co-create or what we are going to co-create anew. I'm sticking with Michael Bernard Beckwith's perspective about questions. He says that empowering questions are what questions, not questions that are why or how. Those are disempowering questions. And so sticking with the empowering questions, our job is to know what. And so our job is to imagine what we can co-create during this time, even amidst the immense pain and destruction and disillusion, we can create and imagine and construct. And I think actually that we must, that we must do that during this time. Those of us who feel called and feel that we are up to it, so much of it is already happening. I'm so grateful for everybody who is constructing in your own corners of the world and with community. You know that we are not doing this alone. That as I like to say, if our trauma is in the collective, then our healing is in the collective. And that collective includes us, it includes our ancestors. And from this ancestral wisdom is where we draw into the term healing justice. So feeling relevant this week, today, 421, 21, 
Yesterday, we saw the verdict in the George Floyd case. And I wrote, may this verdict signal a title shift. May all the weary have rest. Rest, brother George Floyd, onwards. The call for onward motion is for us, those of us still on this earthly plane, with the opportunity to inform this next phase of our and the Earth's existence. Of course, we are not separate, us and the Earth. Tomorrow, 422, is Earth Day, an annual remembrance of our responsibility to steward the Earth in a U.S. culture that conditions us out of this responsibility. It is mutual as we are given much everything by the earth. What powerful teacher Andean medicine man Puma Freddy Kispe Singona calls Pachamama, translated as sacred space, mother earth. In this state of reciprocity, we can find, center, and ground ourselves in the work of racial justice and equity. Everything is not just about race, but everything, including environmental justice, is not apart from the impact of race. Mutuality does not mean same. In mutuality, there is an exchange and a promise of fulfillment. Puma talks about the concept, the cosmic law of Aini. He says that Aini is the cosmic law that nothing goes one way. So we receive, we give, so we give, we receive. And in this giving and receiving, there's balance. That's what we are promised in our existence as we breathe in and breathe out. Take a breath. Breathe out, release one more muscle. Take a breath in. As you breathe out, feel the soles of your feet along the earth. Feel your feet as if rooted to the earth, to the foundation of the building that you're in and below that foundation. Feel yourself as if connected. Press the feet into the earth and feel the energy resonate up the legs and the front of the body. Feel your seat on the surface and reach the crown of the head up to the sky. Feel the connection between your crown of the head, your seat, and your feet. Place your hands on your thighs, palms facing up to receive energy, palms facing down if you'd like to seal and ground your energy to yourself. And if it feels okay for you, place your attention and your awareness on your heart. Feel into the center of yourself, that space of the heart. And the energy centers in the yogic traditions, the energy centers are called chakras or wheels, and the heart chakra in the ancient Sanskrit, the ancient Indian language is called anahata. 
As you breathe in, feel the energy of the heart. As you breathe out, feel the energy of the heart. Anahata means unhurt, unstruck. And it's that place behind the heart, that place that Ancestor Maya Angelou talked about when she said it's that place that nobody can touch. Nobody can reach you there. That's the place you go when you want to hear. And she said, God, it's whatever, whatever tradition you believe in. Or maybe you're hearing your higher self. Again, whatever your belief. But in my belief, there is this place where we're connecting to something larger than ourselves. That place in us that is boundless, that has always been here, even when we were physically not here. And even as we will physically not be here again one day. That place that knows no bounds and is unharmed and unstruck, clear, non-reflective, does not project or accept anybody else's projection. Place your hands over the heart. Breathing with the heart. Projecting into your internal vision that space behind the heart. Internal vision is that gaze that goes within. It's different than the external vision where we're taking in what the outside world is giving us. In the internal, we are taking in what we are giving ourselves and what we have been given from our inception. This sense of wholeness, the place of what exists, what is extant in us. It's here for you always. It's here for us always. Breathing into that space. Take a deep breath in. And a breath out. Feel yourself as you breathe in exchange with that heart space. connection with our wholeness. Take your time, empty the breath. As you feel ready, if the eyes are closed, open the eyes. You can keep the gaze soft and keep that internal vision switched on. As we talk about painful events or we think about painful events or we process them, keeping that internal processing vision 
how things are landing with us and helps us to recalibrate and calibrate always what is needed getting a sense of what you need in this moment rather than what you feel you should do or maybe uh, something habitual that you do because just out of habit you pick up the phone and you open the news or you know drawing in to see what it is you actually need in order to process moment to moment so that we have some space and some spaciousness with which to bear and bear witness to what is happening at this moment in history and we get to decide how much we give witness to but we know we are here and so we're not blocking out and pretending but we're calibrating how much we take in and how we take it in We will be in balance, in right relationship when no person, no sentient being suffers or literally dies by oppression ever again. I say oppression because often we can't see the hands of the oppressor, but the result is the same. Indian medicine man Puma reminds us that we live inside the altar of the earth and because of this we can always be in sacred ceremony. In this ceremony that we are in together, even when we cannot see one another, we can feel into what we need, what we need to give and what we need to receive to be in mutual exchange with one another, with the earth, with all the elements and all the beings. As I continually inquire within myself about what it means to be a black, cisgender, female-identified and conditioned person in service, in the flow of mutuality, I reflect on my exchanges and my needs and what I give. I receive restorative energy from the sun. I flow light into and through my body, mind, spirit and facilitate people to amplify this light within themselves. I give gratitude to the trees and the oxygen I breathe. I receive support from my family and act to return support. I give sacred spaces for restoration and I take rest. Consider how you give and receive what you need and how you are in service to humanity and to the earth. As systems continue to be challenged and prayerfully transformed, what is your soul's part in consciously creating a new way of being together that sees and honors the humanity of those whose lives are still endangered to this day? For me, my soul's path has been to be in service through healing justice and combining this movement, this terminology in this ancestral movement that was coined, this term coined by Kara Page and the Kindred Southern Collective, 
this term, this movement founded by black, queer, trans folk, founded by people of different abilities, differently abled, wanting to make visible all of the ways that we are invisibilized and that the most marginalized among us are erased. Wanting to make visible the ways that our ancestral traditions have been erased from our consciousness. So much of what I do in the Healing Arts Institute is bringing those ancestral traditions, the ones that I'm in contact with, back to the forefront along with the cosmologies from Africa, particularly West Africa, back into our consciousness. For us to look at the ways that we have ingested colonized thought forms that keep us bound to habitual patterns of thought, habitual patterns of action, and belief systems about ourselves that we can and we must undo in order to transcend. We can't transform broken systems, that's my, that's my belief. But we can transform our systems inside of ourselves. It starts there. And so interrogating your internal system, inquiring with yourself, what is my soul's part in consciously co-creating anew, inquiring together, imagining together, healing together, loving together, breathing together. That to me is healing justice. That to me is how we feel back into our sense of wholeness. Thank you so much for joining, for listening, for tuning in, and I pray that this has brought you a bit of solace, inquiry, comfort, and practice. See you next time. Peace, love, and solidarity.